<laughs> well, that right. was definitely fun. I hadn't. Uh, yeah, that, was, that was great. Yes, I, I don't know if we have a troll in the in, in the room now. Yeah, I've been trying to follow this. Uh, it sounds like we may actually have one or two going on over there. Okay, that's so fine. I like trolls. Want, if they want to troll over there, I wonder if they would like to call and let us know what's going on. Yeah, why don't you give us a call, Dirty Sanchez? Yeah, come on, back. Dirty Sanchez. Bring it on, man. Come on, yeah, brother. bring it on. Yeah, don't what, be a scared? keyboard. Don't be a keyboard, keyboard warrior. Cowboy. No, he's keyboard yeah. cowboy. That's right. Uh, my president Biden. Let's what has he done? So, uh, huh? You know, I'm, I'm not quite yeah, as uh, enthusiastic as these guys, but you know, we always like to hear the other side. We want to hear what your opinion is. You know, it's probably wrong, but we'll let you know why it's wrong. Let them roll, so. survival. <laughs> let them roll. Yeah, let yeah. them roll, man. That's okay. Freedom yeah, of these... speech. They won't. They won't. Backyard politics. You guys, let them roll. It's okay. <laughs> That's right. They don't fear, they don't scare me at all. Now, if they, they start getting me. personal, if they start attacking people personally and, and just being stupid like that, well then we can we can kick their ass out. But if they well, want to have go. an argument, if they want to have a, a, a grown up a adult discussion. discussion. Well, see, that's 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 the thing, is that that's dead now. There's nothing wrong with the exchange of different ideas. Absolutely done. A corner, once you start going for the name calling and the you know the the you know, everything's an ist or an ob and all this other crap. You've right, lost right. the argument. You've lost yeah. the argument. You might as well just stop right then. But yeah. if you want to have an actual legitimate conversation, an exchange of different ideas, by all means, call in and let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Drake. Uh, whoops, uh, that jumped quick. Uh, Jeffrey Drake's, uh, Drake said, I worked the forensic audit. Well, that's pretty cool. Give us a call. Tell us about it. Absolutely. Actually, I think I was talking to him earlier today. Uh, he kind of... Uh, he was the one who uh, 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 David Gonzalez uh, kind of brought up his point too about the uh, you know it's not what it appears to be right now in Afghanistan. There's something we're being distracted by with this massive fuck up. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. No, I'm telling you, dude, it's a payback. Um, the Chinese want the poppy fields over there. The Chinese want to be able to control the heroin so that they can bring it into Mexico. Mexico can bring it into us and they can get us all stoned on heroin because they know Americans well, are and fentanyl too and fentanyl. They know it. And that's uh, they, and so they're going to get our helicopter secrets. They're going to get our weapon secrets. They're going to get all kinds of stuff over there. They've got Sell over it. 100 sure. Feet. Yeah. They've got a hundred Humvees, you know, on top of those Humvees, there's going to be a few 50 Oof. cows. Yeah. you know uh, at least you know. so you know, even when you have to evacuate an area at, at this rate of speed which biden decided on you know it's okay i'm about to freak out so i'm gonna calm myself here <laughs> right. you know number one you get the civilians out right first you thing. get the civilians out number first. one you, you number one you get the civilians out right you get out your the people who have helped you while you were there and number two, you destroy the freaking equipment if you're not taking it Holy with you. shit, right. You blow up the fucking airfield. Jesus. Every piece of equipment you have. Did they not blow up the helicopter when they went in to kill Osama bin Laden? Absolutely. They did. Yes, they, they did. Blew up. You know, that, that one was a top secret helicopter. Nobody yeah. had ever seen anything like that before. They still got a little bit of that technology. But yeah, absolutely. You go in and you destroy the freaking equipment. You do not leave a freaking MRE sleeve for them to use as a knife. Absolutely. You everything. Yeah, exactly. Don't yes, let me unlock the troll. We want to have we want to have trolls. Now, I don't know if uh you know if calling him out and calling him a keyboard cowboy and warrior actually spooked him away or if he got you know if he did oh. get deleted or whatever. Oh but, so uh, sad. 
maybe he, yeah, maybe he. When they're losing an argument, they just go. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, call in. What are you afraid? What are you afraid? Are you afraid of that? Oh, is somebody calling in there, John? No, no, no. I was saying just call in if you want to be a troll. You're afraid of a vet. You're afraid of John. You're afraid of a chick. Bring it yeah. on, dude. Come on, man. Let's roll. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. You know what? Get off of here. Angry conservatives asking Tom, do you think that we're going to see something uh, in a few weeks? Unfortunately, I do, but not in the lines of a terrorist attack. I honestly do. Uh, you know, yeah. John, I don't know if you saw my comment calling in on Monday or uh, that I posted on Monday. Remind me. I know this is a horrible thought. I hate even thinking it. But to distract us from what's going on right now, from Biden's fuck up in Afghanistan, oh, God, yeah. either a mass shooting or a police shooting again that will take over the news cycle. Yeah. All right, that's a fair. That's golden a fair, carrot. Yeah, I actually made a prediction on my Twitter account. I think we're going to see uh, old Sleepy Joe hospitalized soon. I think he's going to end up. I hope that happens more than the other two that I, I do. I think he's going to end up in the hospital with some illness, and it's going to be they're going to start the transition of power. Oh, okay. And then and then Harris just decides to come out from her little Yeah, she'll climb out from her basement. And uh yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. a that's kind of a that's a shot. Oh, there she's gone. Yeah. I definitely believe I we we are going to see terrorist activity escalating. We again, like I said before, we have getting the we have given them a entire country Sorry, guys. With equipment. So, yes, we are going to see an increase in terrorist activity. I don't think it's going to be within the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think a couple months before we start seeing that, we'll see another embassy attacked or we'll start seeing things start happening here in the U.S. Um, but, yeah, it, it's going to happen because of because of this fuck up in Afghanistan right now. Yeah, it could be. It's got it. Something's got to divert uh, from this mess. Right. Something has to. Uh, but we'll see what it is. But well, anyway, uh, and yeah. again, like I said, the first thing that happens is not going to be a terrorist activity event. Right. No, nope. it will not be unless it's uh, unless it's, uh, you know, the a, a a domestic terrorist event by right. by some, you know, protest group. Okay? Oh, yeah. Well, Antifa so, or something like that. They cannot let a terrorist event happen first, because if you do, then that's going to put more more eyes on Joe saying, yeah, hey, look how you fucked up. Oh, yeah. It'll so make it they, worse. So they no, have it's going to dangle the carrot, guys. It's going to They have to bring it to something domestic that's going to uh, control the media. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Hey, if you just joined the show, uh, we've got uh, guest Doreen Simons. Uh, she has been uh, she's a family of veterans and uh, she's she's been helping veterans uh, with education. Oh, we got a caller calling in. All right, go ahead. You're on Backyard Politics. Hey, guys. Hey, Tom. This is Jeffrey Drake. I work with Quitty. Hey, Jeffrey. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, you guys are talking about the audit. I just wanted to give you guys some intel. I worked the forensic audit. And I saw Ken, what is it, Ken Babbitt, and I met the uh, the head guy for uh, Cyber Ninjas and, uh, and his all name that. Logan or whatever, Mister Logan. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's actually he's actually a genuine person. He's a very humble man. He's uh, he's definitely a, a, a man of Christ. He loves God. He's a Christian. Um, he made that very very clear. No wonder the Democrats and, hate him. No kidding. Oh, 
he's a, he's a Christian, you know, so he must be a, a Nazi guy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, uh, you know, I signed like a, a disclosure. I wasn't supposed to, to say anything. But you know what? I'm tired of it. So ask me anything you want. What do you want to know? Was there watermark? Yes, there's watermark. There were yellow speckles because I worked the forensics. I didn't work the counting. I volunteered right for the forensics. I was the one putting the ballot under the microscope, okay? Because I got fed up and I'm a really nosy person, okay? Quinny will tell you that, Tom. I got to know everything. <laughs> I'm nosy. For you, man. <laughs> yeah, she knows. Hey, Actually, I'm going to step off. I hate to do this. I, I'm really interested in this. I know John's got a lot of questions on this conversation. I got to step out of the room for just one minute. I will be right back. Okay. All right. But hey, you guys continue the conversation. I know this is one right up your home. Real quick, I, I don't want to miss it either. It's like I got to go. I got to the bathroom. My goodness. All right. Yeah. Take. Yeah, guys, take a break. I'll talk to uh, your name is Jeff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Jeff. So I have, I, I do have questions about it. Uh, first of all, um, there's supposedly um, some information that's being released, I guess, Monday, right over to the Senate. They're going to be like pre yeah, preliminary um, findings. Yeah. They're, uh, they're dragging their feet. And what I believe they're doing is um, they're just making sure everything is 100, you know, because when these results come out, I really think it's going to shock people. Oh, I you do know, too. And, uh, um, like I was starting to tell you, I was one of the people putting the ballots, taking pictures of the ballots, which then were examined to see if there was creases. Okay. And then we would put them under another microscope after we took the picture and we would zoom in. And in certain parts of the ballots, there's a little circle. Inside that circle under a microscope is a cross, like a cross there on your rifle. Okay. And if those crosshairs didn't match up, guess what? That's not a legitimate ballot. Right. Okay? And then the other thing was there was uh, watermarks put in that were yellow speckles, kind of like the uh, like the speckles on a jelly bean. You know, jelly belly. Remember Reagan's favorite jelly bean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's I know a, what you're talking like about. Little yellow, like little yellow speckles. But the thing is, they were so meticulous when we went over this stuff. Is Say me or the guy next to me working the table put the ballot under the microscope, and we, we we didn't see any of these yellow specks. Well, we didn't just automatically check that one off on the list and put it back in the file. We would call over two more people. So then you had three people that would look at it and come to a majority decision. Was there a mark or wasn't there a mark? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so absolutely. That everything was absolute 100%. So that you had three people looking at it saying yes or no. And as far as any security issues, that was all bullshit. You weren't even allowed to touch the ballot. If a ballot fell on the floor on the table, I could not, or anybody at the table could not pick it up off the floor. Only the ones wearing the black vest who were the head people could walk over, pick up that ballot, and put it back on the table. That's how meticulous and that's how hard security is. Wow, that's now fascinating. I have another story for you. You guys are going to laugh at this. Remember when they first started the audit, they said that uh, the media said, hey, we uh, certain media snuck in. And they tried to say it was insecure. There was no security. Oh, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Just like I the remember, data guru, that dead clown. Uh, that yeah, yeah, right. Well, the number, then the story just dropped, right? Yeah. Well, here's what happened. And this is why the story dropped. 
what they what it was is they had a media day where they invited all the media, CNN, Fox, whoever, Telemundo, whoever wanted to come in and view the audits because it was completely 100% transparent. They wanted to make sure that the public knew that. You didn't see people holding up cardboard signs in front of the windows and say, nothing to see here. You could look and see whatever you wanted. So what they did is one of these dummy reporters, while he was walking around with the rest of the staff and the rest of the media, snuck a rock in his pocket. And he walked over to the one of the outside doors of the Coliseum. If you're from Phoenix like me, you know the Coliseum. Yeah, 19th Ave over there. Yeah, exactly. And he pushed the door open. He, he pushed the door ajar. And he stuck his little rock in the door to hold it open so it wouldn't catch. And then he came back in, texted his buddy out in the parking lot. And now the reporter said, oh, come to this door. I got it open for you. And then his buddy came in the door. They blew up. Oh, look at this is insecure. They tried to put it all over the media. And what happened? Ken Babbitt, the security at the Coliseum, pulled up our video cameras and said, oh, is that you sticking a rock in the door? Is that you setting the whole thing up and caught him red-handed? Which oh. which guy was that? Was do you remember the reporter that oh. did that? Oh, I don't know, but I guarantee he's done. He's done wherever he is. If he's if he's uh, working for uh, Sesame Street now, he's lucky. But uh, <laughs> he's done. He, you know, but of course, stuff like this doesn't make that. Yeah, the mainstream media. No, because right. they protect themselves, right? right? You're you're not yeah. going to hear someone like Brom Resnick come out and report this stuff. You're not going to hear the data guru, whatever his right. that, that chucklehead's name is. You're not going to hear and Dennis or any of these clowns that are all over the local Arizona media. They're not going to do it because they protect themselves right. because it's a fraternity fraternity over there, and they're going to watch each other, just like within the police department, right? You've got the bad cops, and sadly. The bad cops get protected by some of the good cops. Right. And but the media is worse. The media is worse. They will cover for themselves all day long because they all have the same end goal. Right. And that's to bring but down the Republican Party. It's just funny, it's kind of ironic that the media got caught on camera <laughs> screwing themselves, screwing the pooch, you know? Right. And well, we, we've seen that over and over again, you know, with the CNN reporters standing in, you know, you know, five feet of water on their knees that, talking about floods. And, you know, they, their job is to sell fear and to sell their agenda. And they will do that any way they can. You know, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, I was going to bring this up, you know, during our Afghanistan conversation. You know, right now there's a lot of pictures that are going out there. There's a lot of videos that are going out there. But I guarantee at some point these pictures and videos that are going out there they're going to come back, you know, just like they did with Trump in the cages, you know. Oh, no, wait a minute. This picture was taken 10 years ago. So now they're going to be discrediting the entire thing, saying, oh, no, it wasn't that bad. Uh, you know, Biden, you know, he didn't turn the country over as bad as it looked and everything else. Pe people were making this up. You know, and now that all the kids are down in the in the cages mm -hmm. and they're stuffed in there. And there's like 600 kids in one cell, and they're they're built for like 150 people, and there's 600 kids stuffed in there. Mm -hmm. None of them are down there taking pictures now, right? No, absolutely. When not. they could be taking pictures, right. but let's get back well, to the audit real you, quick. Yeah. Did you guys watch that uh, hidden video or hidden hidden audio of one of the uh, trainers at one of the facilities at the border in Texas was doing an orientation for some new people? And she was telling them how to deal with the sexual abuse from the employees to the kids. No. Telling them how to deal with it. 
telling them this was leaked audio I got, in, and uh, it said she was basically telling this class and this orientation that if you see any of the adult employees having any type of sexual contact with these juveniles, just please separate them right away. Unbelievable. Don't wow. record it. Don't bust his head open with a baseball bat, bury him out in the freaking grass. No, don't do that. That would be horrible because, you know, we're all Nazis. We love Jesus. But, you know, uh, just, <laughs> just separate them and, you know, whatever. You know, it's just. But uh, right. the thing going back, back to the audit is uh, everybody was color coordinated, depending on which area you worked. I was blue shirt because I worked the forensics. But the guys, if you go back and watch the video, any of the video footage of it, the guys wearing the pink shirts, there was two of them on each ship. Those guys were not volunteers. Those guys were from the uh, uh, the Board of Supervisors. They were actually mm. getting paid. And their job was to do one thing, discredit the entire operation. Absolutely. So they walked up to a table, everybody just shut up. Nobody said hi to those guys because obviously everybody that was doing this audit and volunteering like me wanted the truth. Whether they like Biden, whether they like Trump, they wanted the truth. Well, and all these people wanted to do was shut it down. The Maricopa. Well, at this point, we know no matter how this audit comes back, the presidency is not going to change hands. No. It's right. not. We are stuck with Biden for four years or, you know, until he something happens well wendy rogers is actually but, pushing to have the uh the the votes taken back yeah right she's bringing them back she's bringing I, back the electoral vote yeah, wendy exactly dragging her feet way too long yeah. she's jerking around out in pennsylvania and everything and i signed this disclosure agreement not to talk about it until after the results but i'm like screw it the people need to know the truth right because absolutely they can't come out right now <laughs> And I think that's all all any of us are asking at this point. We understand the presidency is not going to change hands. We just want to know what the hell happened and how can we secure the elections in the future? Yeah. That's all we want to know at this point. And the Maricopa Board of Supervisors, they are so corrupt because uh, they have been ignoring the subpoenas because they've been asked to turn over a lot of this information, the machines and the passwords and all this stuff. And the Board of Supervisors has been protecting that, all of that information. They've been keeping it from the audit team, and they're in violation of the law. We just need one good judge in uh, either Phoenix or the Arizona Supreme Court to demand that this information be turned over. And I right. think after this preliminary uh, bit of information comes out, they're going to be their hand is going to be forced, right? Because it's going to be so bad. Right. And the only way they can do anything to try to, uh, you know, cover their ass is by releasing the rest of the information. I don't know if you agree with that, Eric. I I think that uh, I, I disagree with Tom. He's a big guy, so I can say this over the phone. Safely. I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought there. But anyway, um, fraud disarrates everything. If you look at the Constitution, fraud disarrates everything. And in, in, in the history of the United States, there has been many occasions where senators, congressmen, politicians, whatever, have been removed because of fraud and had the right person placed in. It's just never happened with the president. If this were to happen, it would be the first time. Right. And about a month and a half ago or so, 32 governors were ordered to the Pentagon for an emergency meeting with Admiral Rogers and Mike Pompeo, who are on Trump's staff. 
Why are they at the Pentagon? Right. And they were ordered, mm-hmm. according to the intel I got, to basically cease and assist. Right, that right. when this and, goes down, that they're supposed to cease and assist. And if they do not cease and assist, if that means they have to bring in the military, they're basically been told to move out of the way. Well, because they're not going to they're not going to deal with the, the riots anymore. They're done. Right. So if they come out and eviscerate this entire election, you're talking about bringing in your brother Jarhead, and the shit's going to hit the peripheral fan. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well, Jeff. Uh, obviously, you know this is what we all would love to see come to fruition. Okay, uh, I just I, it's not going to happen. Okay. Uh, I do not believe it is. Now, I hope that everything you're saying is true, is accurate, and is going to happen. I hope that, beyond hope, that President Trump comes in and unfucks what Biden has <laughs> fucked up so far. Okay. That is, I'm sorry. I am using the F word a lot. No, that's, tonight. that's I'm, fine. Okay. That's fine. You know, um, I, be, I hope, beyond hope, that that is what happened. I just don't see that happening at this point. See, and I, let me I tell understand. you, and I'm going I'm I'm to jump in here real quick with one more comment. Okay. I understand people are talking about, you know, this big military coup that needs to happen and, you know, the the military coming in and taking over the White House and everything else. All these, you know, the three percenters. I love their I love their enthusiasm. I love their their patriotism and things like that. People, you do not want that war in this country. There is nowhere to retreat to. You have not seen the atrocities of war if that is what you are hoping for. Right. Yeah, I guarantee no, no, I've, I've seen atrocities working with police and I've seen trauma and I've had people die while I'm literally trying to save their life, you know, so I understand a little bit, you know, I mm. mean, not all of it, but, you know, I, I understand. Yeah, but think what, about this. OK, so you've worked with the police and you've worked in the, you know, with first responders and things like that. You have seen the uh, atrocities that humans can do to other humans or humans can do to themselves. But at the end exactly. of the day, you have a home to go to. To where you can unwind, you can have that drink, you can do whatever stress relief you need right. to do to kind of forget that day for at least just a minute and go back out and do it another day. Right. If war comes to this country the way everybody, you know, and it's coming from the I left don't want and it. the right. Yeah, it's coming I don't from want the left yeah, and the right. Yeah, I know. We're going to come get you, you know, Antifa's gearing up. Oh, we're going to, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. You don't want it. There will be nowhere to escape to. This well, is the last why- land of freedom on earth. There is nowhere that we can go to escape a war on this country. That's why, from what I was saying and what I heard, that these governors were told to cease and assist mm. so that that wouldn't happen, Tom, so that what you're talking about would be in, would be controlled very quickly. Right. You know, and it would be put. And in fact, I've also heard that a lot of the heads for BLM, if you've watched the news, have been arrested for sexual contact with minors. And they're slowly, if you notice, one by one, they're dissipating. Leaders of Antifa are slowly, slowly dissipating. So now you've got like a like a, a mountain of ants with nobody hurting them. Yeah. Right. You know, they, remember during the riots over last summer, they were they were pretty organized. So give them that. They were really organized in everything they did. And if you watch what they do now, they're kind of like like they don't know what they're doing. They're kind of like, oh well, maybe we'll go to Oregon and smoke some crack and burn a police car. They don't know what they're <laughs> well, doing. They, uh, had, they, they know what they're doing. Uh, previously, they never had leadership previously. The, 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 I'm sorry, their leadership, and I wholeheartedly believe this, was coming from higher ups than within the Antifa organization. Oh, of course. I'm sorry. They were having pallets of bricks dropped off in yeah. the middle of the streets. They were having oh, pallets yeah, of frozen water dropped off. 
that entire thing was staged. And I will go to my grave saying that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Hey, they, they let's get, know get, back, get back in, uh, to the uh, audit. I have, just have one more question about the audit. Uh, <clears throat> I know like a, out here in East Mesa, uh, where, uh, where I'm, where I reside, when I went to vote, the only thing they would give now, thankfully I had a mail-in ballot because I actually, you know, I I've had a ballot mailed to me for the past, I don't know, three or four elections. Mm -hmm. Right. And so yeah. I always fill mine out at home and on the ballot, it told me to use a ballpoint pen. So I used a ballpoint pen and I took in, you know, I took it, put it in my envelope and dropped it off. But when I was in there, there was a big table as people were walking in and there were people that were handing the voters Sharpies. Okay. And I know Sharpie gate's been uh, laughed at and all this other same. Yeah. And so no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Is East Mesa and uh, Gilbert and all these other uh, Santan Valley was another one. Uh, right very, here. very Trump rich. And a lot of Trump supporters voted on election day. They didn't want to vote prior to they voted on election day. And we know that the Sharpies were, there were just tables and tables of Sharpies. And listen, I used to sell office supplies. I know that a Sharpie is 10 times what it costs for a ballpoint pen. So yeah. it, it wasn't like they did it because it was cheaper. So what do you know about Sharpie gate? Well, a week or two weeks before November 3rd for the early voting, there was a leaked email from one of the head staffers. Okay. And uh, she she put in the email and she told all the people working the uh, working the voting polls for the early voters, make sure you use ballpoint pen. Mm -hmm. She made it very clear in the email. All right. Then after the early voting was done, which is where the alleged uh, cupcake came from, because I don't want to say the F word to get you in trouble. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't been hearing me talk tonight. If you're worried about <laughs> you know, I, I, No, not talk. Same here. I've, I've been guilty. I stay fucking my sleep. I'm talking about the other word that goes FR. <laughs> but, uh, um, gotcha. Right, right, right. So, anyway, so. The uh, the early voters were told in this email by the head person running the election, make sure you hand out ballpoint pens. You have many on stock. And then the day before, like November 2nd or November 1st, she sent out an email to all the same election sites and said, hand out Sharpie. Interesting. Why did she do that? Why hmm. did she do that? Why for all the early ballots? And that's supposedly or allegedly where all the fur came from, right? Right. You could use a ballpoint, but then on the day, because Trump supporters, we have balls out. We show up in person and put our scratch on the ballot, right? right. We don't that's do right. this mail-in ballot stuff. Yeah. No, because we're, we're proud of it. We want to wear our Trump hats. Yeah. We want the. Yeah. I want to look. I want to put the little sticker on my freaking shoulder and walk around fries and buy my beer and let everybody right, know. Right. I'm Nazi, right? <laughs> Let me uh, can I ask you a quick question. Uh, since you worked on the audit, I don't know. So, you know, Sharpie Gate was a big deal out here. And if I have two minutes, I'll share my story of what actually went down in my polling place. Uh, it was very, very shady in my mind. But did you with did you see any of these Sharpie ballots while you were at the audit? Um, and did you see any scanned through the machines? Because what we were told is that these, uh, you know, yeah, Sharpies were used. Yeah, they're not supposed to be used, but they scanned just fine. Can you okay, verify well, whether or not they were scanned or if they they're scanned? They're full of shit, Tom. They're full okay. of shit. 
they're, they're lying to you. You're right, okay? That's why they took pictures of the ballot, not only so that they could pull it up later and check for creases, okay? Because if it's a mail-in ballot, obviously it was folded up, and ballots are really thick paper. There would be a permanent crease in that paper. Mm-hmm. You're right. talking stacks of ballots that are as smooth as butter that yep. had never been folded in, in ever. And That's then insane. The Sharpies, the Sharpies would bleed through the Okay, so then what would happen, what happens when the ballot, when the Sharpie ink bleeds through the ballot and it's put into the domino machine, okay? Right. The domino machine kicks it because it can't read it. So then this is where they got it because then it goes to adjudication. Now you've got a person that's going to write down who you voted for. And maybe that's actually who you voted for. Maybe it's not. Will you know? No, you won't. Right. That's why they're doing this. So oh, I can tell you, let me share my story real quick you, on election day. Why, why I'm asking this question and the shady experience that I had. Okay. So I'm a Chandler, uh, a resident in Chandler. Okay. I go to my, uh, our area was a little elementary school to go uh, vote in, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you walk in, what do you have to do? You have to present your ID. You go right. to this uh, first computer. I'm going to try to get through this really quick, okay? You go to the first computer, you check in, you show your ID, they verify. Well, at that, the, at that computer, once you check in, they know if you're a registered Republican or Democrat, right? Mm-hmm. I would think so, at maybe. Point, right? maybe. Mm-hmm. So you don't get your ballot at that point, right? They tell you, okay, you, you've uh, now you're signed in. Now you go wait in this line, wait for this other group to print out your ballot. Okay, right. no big deal. So wait in line, wait for the other group to call your name to go get your printed ballot, right? So you walk up. I walk up, and this is the middle of COVID, okay? I walk up. I get my ballot. I am handed a Sharpie mm-hmm. in the middle of COVID. Were they supposed to be touching anything? No. No. That's what I'm I, saying. There was okay. a lady handing people Sharpies right. when so I walked in. She handed me a Sharpie, right? So I fill out my ballot. I fill out my ballot and everything else like that. I turn it over to do the backside of it, and I'm realizing that everything's uh, you know, seeping through. This is before any of this ever came out. And obviously, in my mind, I'm like, okay, is this going to read? Right? So I go over, I hand in my ballot, and I ask the question. I'm like, look, this bled through. Is this going to read correctly in the in the machine? She goes, yeah, just put it in. And all it's, all the machine would say, it didn't say, you know, all it said was say, received. It didn't say right. read. It said right. received. And then I go to turn in my Sharpie marker. There's two stacks on the desk. One stack of Sharpies. One stack of ballpoint pens. Oh, really? There was both. There was both. Oh, there wow. was both. And then I, I had to, I had to sit there and ask. I had to say, "So, can I get my I voted sticker?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, here." <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, my first day there, Tom. After I got through with the orientation and all that, and then I got to observe a little bit. By the time I actually got hands on, I probably worked forty five minutes before the shift was over, and I left. In that 45 minutes, I went through about 100 ballots where the guy, one guy puts the ballot under the camera, the next guy takes the picture, and then I take the ballot, I put it under the microscope, I look for the marks, and if there's a mark, then I scratch it on my clipboard. And then that all goes to an Excel spreadsheet, everything, okay? In those 45 minutes, I came across two that did that, that did that did not have any marks on them. There was no yellow speck. And there was two that were done in pencil. And wow. so that four ballots, okay, just try to try to figure the math in your head. That's 45 four ballots. Minutes. It's right. 45 minutes 
in 45 minutes that were out, that should have been automatically kicked. So when the board of supervisors come on TV or the the media and they say, "Well, we did, we we already did this bullshit," all you did is count the same rotten, stinky, fraudulent votes. That's all you did. Wow. Well, yeah. did not. Wow. well, there's a difference between a, a forensic audit and then a bunch of buffoons counting audits, right? Yeah, exactly. Because what adjudication is. Is you know when you when you when you mark on the ballot Biden or Trump, right? Mm-hmm. And then underneath you can write in a name, and mm-hmm. you'll get people that'll put Trump and then write in Donald Duck, just right. because they're ass clowns, right? So sure. the, obviously a ballot like that is going to go to adjudication. So then you've got a human being that's going to have to decide: well, did they vote for Donald Duck or Trump? Well, <laughs> obviously you're going to put Trump, right? right? That's what adjudication is. They're basically just trying to decide. Who this person actually voted for, and if they if they scratch Trump and then they wrote Biden, that's going to go to adjudication. But that vote is going to get tossed out because you can't obviously decide who they voted for because they put both names. You see, wow. so that's what I'm saying. So when they're talking about all these all these ballots that got kicked out of the domino machine and then had to go to adjudication. That's where everything went haywire because now they could write in whoever they want on your ballot. And you, and you can call and say, Hey, did my vote go through? They'll tell you. Yeah. Ask him. Okay. Who did, who did my vote go to? They can't answer that. Yeah. That's well, because they, they're actually just scanning the envelope. Right. And that, that's what the app tells you. Right. Oh yes. Yeah, counted. Any envelopes, just the ballot, just the, you know, and there were so secured, once we finished the batch of 100, you know, they'd bring one box to the table. Because what they do is they count them first. And at the counting tables, again, there's three different people on that spindle. So it goes to the first person. He checks off who the president and who, who, who the Senate vote was for. And then it spins to the second person. They do the same thing. And then to the third. So you had three people at each table counting one ballot. To make wow. sure it was all on the up and up and legit, there was wow. no, there was no room for error anywhere. And then if one of the two or one of the three, or two of the three, came up with a different conclusion, then they would stop and they would go over it with the supervisor or head person, and they would discuss what do you think, and they would come up again with a majority decision. So the decision wasn't based on just one individual. Hmm. Subjective. So, yeah. It was very, very, uh, very, very secure. Like I, like I said, I'm very nosy. I'm like one of those people. Like I got to know. Well, good for you. Not. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I, and you know, it, it's good. A lot I of got people emails do. Emails and emails. They were. I, I got to a point where I couldn't afford to go down there because I take lifts, and uh, I took FMLA to handle my father's estate in June. Mm. And I'm like, they, they're blowing me up. Come back and finish the audits. We need forensic people because the counting is done. And when I told them, you know, I can't afford to go down there and take lift anymore unless you have a carpool, she texted me back and asked me, um, what if we paid you? And the thing is, hundred or $150,000 came out of the taxpayers. Mm-hmm. All the rest of the money that's been paying for this audit has been from private parties, and nobody knows who it is. And they were offering to pay me to go down there and finish the wow. rent. and. I said, no, that was like, well, that's got to be interesting. If, if 
if the left ever finds out, hey, they were paying people. Well, so what? The Board of Supervisors was paying people to shut it down. They were literally getting paid an hourly wage to walk around in a pink T-shirt and like like Princess Tiara and try to just, you know, <laughs> be assholes, you know? Because they were. Right. They were complete assholes. Oh, I appreciate your I diligence. Really I really do. I really do appreciate your diligence because this is yeah. this is electrifying. This is awesome. It I, is. I, it's really exciting because I can't wait until this information actually comes out to the public. 100%. Man, I'll tell you what, it's going to be phenomenal. And and how much of it do you think we're actually going to get? We're going to get all of it, man, because I'll tell you what, the Dem the Republicans are in charge of the Senate mm -hmm. and it's up to them to release it. No. And you don't think uh, Wendy Rogers and uh, uh, Kelly Townsend and uh, Karen Fan, I think Karen Fan and uh, who's uh, who's the other Kelly? Uh, uh, well, Kelly Ward is actually the RNC chair. Yeah, I mean, they're going to push for all this to come out because they want this to be a ripple effect. They want Phoenix to be the epicenter of this freaking, uh, right. yeah, well, this whole we earth. did with the Supreme well, Court uh, that actually yeah, kicked really, it through. I, I really hope we get the truth. That's all anybody wants. That's all we're hoping right. for. Right, right. We can Tom, just I get, get you. Truth. Well, it's going to be it. it's going to be people like it's Eric, right? I keep forgetting his name. No, Eric, Jeff, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff. I'm, I Jeff. Know Jeff. Like Jeff, Eric. I'm sorry. Like no, but Jeff, it's going to be people. Late. We've been going for two hours. Now, yeah, Jeff. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't peed yet, but it's going to be people <laughs> like you that have been involved in this that are going to come out, and you guys are going to be speaking to the media because the media is going to want to hear. And I'm not talking about left wing uh, Brom Resnick and all this crazy crap i'm talking about uh the national media i'm talking Amen, about gentlemen. you know i'm talking about uh bongino i'm talking about uh the, the guys that fill in for rush now all of these people are yeah. going to want to talk to you because you were there and uh you're going to be given well, the truth know, that's interesting john because i got an email from the uh the audit people and they wanted me to come down two weeks ago and be filmed and do uh and talk about my experience during the audit so they're already again i probably shouldn't say this but i don't care i don't give a fuck i'm tired of waiting <laughs> and i'm sure you guys are tired of waiting so tell everybody take me to jail i don't care i've been to jail but anyways so um they they sent me an email um to come down they had openings on friday on, on this particular friday and saturday and uh, between like uh, six and noon, and then from like one to six, they had like an hour break in between for all the auditors and all the volunteers to come down and give their personal story of what they thought, what they experienced, all of that, and be filmed. And they said, you could keep your identity hidden. So I have a feeling they're already working on some type of probably documentary or something like that that's going to be put out there on the media. That all it was already filmed two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll be looking out for that. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that the world, the world, Jeff wants to hear your story. Not yeah. not just people 100%. in Phoenix. No. people across the world because they're watching this yeah. well, and after this my, whole uh, my, afghanistan my up in colorado that was one of the first things he asked you know how's yeah, that audit yeah. going down there every the and, united states is looking at arizona right now and this audit and and after this afghanistan buffoonery uh the world is watching 
what's going on in America because right. the free countries across, I'm not, I'm not talking China and Russia. I'm talking about free civilizations. They know that their freedom hinges on America. Right. And they've got their yeah. eyes on this country. And right now our enemies are using what and I'm going to circle back to Afghanistan, but it's kind of on the point that you're talking about. Our enemies are using what Biden did in Afghanistan to tell our other allies, look, America is not going to fight for you when it comes down to the. That's right. China is already absolutely. Yeah, China's Taiwan. already told Taiwan. Yeah, they've they, already told them. You're right, Tom. Yeah. That U.S. will not defend you. U.S. is weak. Yeah. And uh, you're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, you know, I got. I have the blue T-shirt that I got from the audits because when you go in there, you got to go and they got tables with all these boxes and all these different sizes of all these colored T-shirts. And I kept my blue T-shirt and I've got it pressed and hanging up. And I wanted to try to get it signed by Ken Babbitt or something, but you could never get these guys. And then he kind of flipped on us, so I'm kind of glad because I was I wanted to get it signed either by the head guy from Cyber Ninjas or somebody over there, you know, and keep it because this is world history. Yes. You know? Wow. This is something my two grandsons are going to go, what's that T-shirt that Grandpa has over there? Yeah. Well, that's when Grandpa worked the audits back when they tried to leave the election. And mm-hmm. he he went down and volunteered to find the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. I didn't well, have to get my gun that. out. I didn't have to go marching in the street and set hot tires on fire. I just walked down, volunteered my time, put on a blue T-shirt, and pushed some paper around. God bless you, man. You know That's what? Awesome. People are listening. And uh, Jeff, thanks for calling in, man, and sharing sure. the, this information with us because this is groundbreaking stuff. This is uh, yeah. So okay, if they come arrest me for giving up all this shit, I'm gonna need bail, guys. Okay. <laughs> hey, we'll start a GoFundMe. Oh, I'm sorry. GoFundMe. We'll, we'll, it's all good, brother. No, we'll start a GoFundMe. We'll make sure that uh, what's his name Walsh uh, that, that started the Abuela. Uh, you know. Yeah, well, a- tell him AOC's Abuela. Him I'm Black Lives oh, Matter. That way, you'll get like millions. Okay. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, brother. All right, brother. Right, right, right. You have a good night, gentlemen. Take care. God bless. Tell him he's BLM and uh, Harris herself will come bail him out, right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. All right. Hey, listen, the line is open. So if uh, Chanchito wants to call in or whatever his name is, uh, Ponchito, so, you know, I, I, because he's a he's the. I've the, kind of been watching it. I don't oh, yeah. think this guy is serious. I really think that he is really just trying to he's get just a, yeah. Yeah, he's he's a just troll. He's a troll. He's a troll. Uh, he don't got time for trolls. Say. He has nothing. Nothing uh, to add to the conversation. He's just sitting there trying to get other people's anger cowboy. Tom. You know, hey, good, good for them. You know, if they yeah. want to keep having this conversation, you know, they fire away, man. It's a, it's a free country. Well, it is right now, anyway. But well, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I'm, I'm actually gonna duck out. All right. All right. But I well, you've been awesome. It. Thanks, Doreen. I really appreciate. You, yeah. Man. Hey, man. You've been a phenomenal uh, guest, and I appreciate you being here. And uh, Thanks for doing what you do. No, you know what? I, I, I come back anytime. So awesome. <laughs> if All you right. need a female perspective, and I know Tom, don't you laugh there, sir. I'm <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> All right. Well, Bye, you're my a great American Doreen. Absolutely, man. I right, appreciate no, we'll you guys. You All the love, all the best. I'll still listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. You're on backyard politics. Hi. Hi. Peter is really annoying. What's that? 
I can't stand. I said Tontito is really annoying. <laughs> oh well, you know it, it is what it is. Yeah, at some point you just have to let those guys make, attempt to. He makes good people. He makes good people look bad. Right. Oh, because he's of the. Uh, because he's a lat. lat latino latinx i don't think he really is i honestly think he's like a, well, an ultimate troll i think he's yeah. really trying to push that racist button get people's anger up and make them try to say i mean he's really he's making absolutely no points toward no. any subject that we've talked about tonight and he talks he just, in the third person look at him he's right. referring to himself as Panchito. yeah all right hey, latin patriot what do you have to say well, I know you guys are very inclusive and you guys aren't racist. You know, I'm Latin Patriot. So, mm -hmm. you know, mucho gusto de conocerte, amigo. Si ba and baño. has a really good point. What was that? I said, si baño. I don't know. I don't speak English. I just know how to ask for the bathroom. <laughs> si baño. El baño. El baño. Donde yeah. Está el baño. There you go. Dos cervezas, por favor. Okay, well. I mean, as far as you guys are concerned yeah, in the I, conversations, I, I can see some guys are having fun with them. Personally, if if I were seeing this in in you know another chat I was in or something, I would just completely ignore it because he's making no points, he's making yeah. no arguments, he's just he's trying to get a rise out the of people. Point and is, go ahead. I guess I guess the point is that that I wanted to make is that you guys love Mexicans and all races and Absolutely. nationalities and ethnicities. Of course, you guys don't judge people on the color of their skin. It's, it's about the content the of their character Absolutely. that matters. All right. Thanks, you guys. Good night. Well, th oh, th thank you for calling. Thank you for. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, Latin Patriot. And you're a great American as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. God bless. Take care. All right. Well, that was Latin Patriot. Man, we've had uh, the phone has been blowing up. No, oh, it's, it's My been goodness. A fun, definitely been a fun night. Heck yeah, it has been. It's been the fastest two hours in media. I think Rush yeah. used to say that. Remember, yeah. the fastest three hours in in media. Well, but this is yeah. if we're going to start going past uh past the hour mark, we're going to start doing commercial breaks and potty breaks along the way. Okay, John. <laughs> That's right. Well, listen, I think we're actually we're going to call it. But uh, I uh, I appreciate everybody for being here, and uh, even you, Ponchito. Oh, we got another caller. Hold on. All right, go ahead. You're on backyard politics can you hear me i can hear you loud and clear go ahead what do you have to say oh it's awesome alice awesome alice what's going yeah. on <laughs> we, we live in strange times yeah. i you know you think about like i've been paying attention to this whole election thing okay mm -hmm. i'm not really a political person never have been but like my dad and my brother are really political Okay, mm -hmm. so like all of 2020, that's all I heard, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, you know, I, I think back to like back when Abraham Lincoln was president, right? His mm -hmm. second term, they had a whole article on how they used the military ballots and the dead soldiers to uh, take, try to take that election, right? It was sure. back in, I think, 1800 sometime. I mean, it was for his second term, and they had to go in and fix it. But the way we have so much technology and the way mainstream media and these tech companies have such a grasp on our, our whole system, look at the way they can just shut conversation down. Right. I'm wondering, like, 
Because you, did you see that time? Uh, what was it? That time? Uh, it was an article on how they said they. It was in parentheses. We fortified the election. Like how mm-hmm. can they just come out and say that and it not be an alarm? Right. Well, and, Biden had one of his famous guests. Biden had one of his famous gaffes as well, you know, when he basically, you know, call it, um, uh, what do they call that? Mind or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. slip, you know, and he said, yeah, yeah, we secured the biggest fraud election in history. And, you know, the, the liberal media just mm-hmm. covers that up, just slips right by it. Sure. But, you know, he actually said what he meant. I truly believe that. You know? I don't know. But, I don't know if he said anything that makes any sense right. in the past three years. I don't but, No, You're absolutely well, right. Yeah. Well, I have, okay, I have all kinds of friends on my Facebook, right? And I had one I went to school with, okay? And I never knew how liberal he was until the election. And I mean, I was like, wow. I feel like I had the enemy sitting beside me because it was like his whole world shifted. I mean, he started fact-checking me. I was like, I don't trust them people. It's an, you can't fact-check my opinion, all right? right? My opinion is one thing. Right. But, and they're fact-checking my opinion. And he called me crazy the whole time. I said, listen, man, something ain't right. Nothing is perfect that is man-made. There's nothing perfect. Right. I said, right. I remember in 2016 the way y'all acted when Trump got in office, right? It'll last four forgets years. That. It never stopped. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, y'all complained for four straight years. Y'all swore it was Russia, 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 that this isn't a, a real thing. And then when the tables turn and somebody else is questioning it, oh, we're the insane people. Right. But I, I, to tell you the truth, when, when uh, my brother was watching all that Q stuff, right, because it was all over YouTube, and I was like, they kept saying, trust the plan, trust the plan. I'm like, well, what is the plan? That's what I asked my brother. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, you keep telling me, telling me. He kept telling me this and this. And I, every time something didn't pan out, I said, maybe they're telling these people this so they won't do nothing. Okay? Like, we won't question things. And I think that that put a lot of people that are patriots at a standstill because a lot of them had it in their head that there was this plan. But nobody questioned. Who started the plan? What is the plan? And how is it going to play out? I mean, I'm a military child. When somebody tells me we we have a plan, I want to see the the actual script. Okay. I want to know what tactics we're going to do. What, what, what's the, you know, what, what, what's the whole situation going to be? And it's been like nothing but people putting stuff out. And it's hard to believe because a lot of it hasn't come true. I mean, they. I, he, my brother's like, we're going to go under martial law. We've been under martial law. People don't realize there's two forms of martial law. And what we're under and we've been under is the, what is it? It's called a health, uh, it's, they say safety. It's a safety thing, all right? There's the two different degrees of martial law. It's when the military takes over and then it, it has to do with a pandemic. Mm-hmm. When they po- put us in shelter in place, it was a form of martial law. Okay, because they started to take our rights away. Well, they're they testing to see how much to. of our rights they can take away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a test. It's a yeah, exactly. How far, you know? And uh, they push the people. Right. Yeah, exactly. With fear of for the for the for the for the good of the people. 
yeah how far can they push that that terminology yeah how far but people what rights will we give up in order to be safe right right? and how far will we go and not just safe. how how much are we willing to give up for pleasure okay we at the beginning i was like this is kind of strange it was kind of like a movie i was like all right 15 days, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Most people was like, okay, 15 days, 15 days, right? But when it started to drag out, I was like, something's up. Mm-hmm. Something's going on, right? I yeah. was like, something ain't right about this. And then I started to do some more research. And then, you know, you heard Biden when he when he was running. What did he say? Uh, opera, hey, what I'm did sorry, he guys. say? I got to sneak out again real quick. Too much water today. <laughs> Tom broke the seal. Go ahead. Wait, you remember you remember when he was uh running, what did he say? He, he when he first got in, he said it's gonna be a dark winter. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people don't realize there's codes that they'll say and it's supposed to trigger stuff. Like there was an actual operation called Dark Winter. A lot of people don't realize that it was actually done in the United States. They've done all kind of like operations here. They did it with the water in California. They released a bacteria in there, and there was people that actually got sick from that. They've been uh-huh. messing with stuff for years, but you can look that up. But Dark Winter had to do with, I think it was it was one state, and they released smallpox. And it was it, it was like a exercise that the military did. I remember that actually. I now that you're now that you're talking about that and bringing that up, I remember that. I I seem to remember it being down south somewhere, in yeah, some, in it, the it, southern United States somewhere. Yeah, and they and they and they played this whole thing out to see how they could lock down the state and everything else. And they they've been planning this for a while. Okay, it's just people don't pay attention. They have everybody distracted. All right, what are they focusing on now? Afghanistan. We mm-hmm. had to eventually leave there. That's just the way it was. We were wasting time, money, and effort. And you see how it, it just the way it. it it actually has played out. Right. They have done exactly what they were fighting for. We, If we were American, I look at this war like this. If somebody came to our country, right, and the way they're looking at patriots right now, they're considering patriots terrorists. Right. What did they do to the Taliban? The same thing. Now they're flipping the script. Now, we're, now patriots are considered the threat to uh, democracy, and that kills me. They say, well, we're under a democracy. We're not a democracy. We're a republic. That's what we are, a republic. Right. With, uh, democratic values, okay? Like, democratic practices. But we're not a democracy. Well, we're... What, like, we're they, there's a couple different terminologies, but it was always a representative. It was either a representative republic or a representative democracy, but we weren't ever a just a plain run-of-the-mill uh, democracy where people made the decisions, right? right. It was never a majority role a majority based on the populace. Yeah. We sent representatives representative to represent us. Exactly. Yeah, we, so we vote in. people in. We vote people in, and they make the decisions. But it, it, at the end of the day, it's we, the people, that put them people in there. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And we, we have the right we, to take them back. Yeah. I know that uh, exactly. I kind of came in at the end of that conversation, but you're talking about, you know, now patriots are being looked at as the bad guy. Right. I mean, even just right now with everything that's going on in this world, everything that's crumbling down around us in this world, you know, we could list them off and 
you know, the gas, inflation, Afghanistan. You know, there's, there's a list of stuff that's going wrong in this country right now. But one of President Biden's talking heads in the White House mm-hmm. literally comes out and says that if you don't believe in Biden's vaccination plan, you are a domestic terrorist. Yeah, that's what just I'm saying. Just because you don't believe in, just because you don't believe that everybody should have a shot, that yeah. everybody has to have a shot, you are a domestic terrorist. This is how far they are willing to go to demonize everybody who does not believe as they do. Absolutely. And they've tried to, they've been trying to form an enemy in this country mm-hmm. for decades, right? Just right. like Hitler did back in the 30s where it was the Jews, Right. right? They they have been the the uh, Democrats have been trying to figure out a way to figure out like to create an enemy right right a, a general enemy and they've tried the Christians they've tried the conservatives they tried uh, you know Republicans in general they've tried everybody right. uh, but now it's the the unvaccinated right well they were and, very successful with it under uh, Trump's presidency they basically turned every if you were a Trump supporter right you are a but who are the unvaccinated now the unvaccinated or the people that support Trump right and that's what they did well, they, well, they that's the not two together. no no that, but that's the what the media are, says yeah, you're absolutely right that that's not the real numbers but that's what the media keeps wanting you to believe yeah. all red states well, are the states uh, that well, are vaccinated well, it, 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 well I was looking at the data in New York right mm-hmm. uh only 28 percent of the black community has actually got vaccinated the other part right. that means that that what's that if the 28 percent have been vaccinated there are a certain group of young black folks that won't get won't get the um shot right right. right and those are the those are the actual numbers that they do not want to present on you know the mainstream media it is the black population is one of the lowest populations to actually receive the shot. And yeah, they're the lowest. They're the lowest segment them. out of anybody. Right. And you can't blame them for not wanting to get this. No, I don't you know, blame them I, at all. They shouldn't trust the government at this point by, by any means. But yet the the media is going to push that it is the Trump supporter that hates the vaccine. And we're all anti-vaxxers. Yeah. You know, yeah, just yeah, because yeah, you don't yeah. want this one vaccine, you're all of a sudden anti-vax completely. And you put the kids in lives in, in you're, jeopardy. You're killing grandma and grandpa. You're killing the grandparents. You're, you're putting right. your kids in jeopardy and you're putting everybody else in jeopardy because you're the same person that won't get vaccinated, won't wear the mask, right. even though there's no science behind the mask. It's right. it's all it, it's working, though. Right. And that's the scary thing, because now you see governments like New York and soon uh, California and soon uh, Chicago, where they're not letting people walk into grocery stores. They're not letting people walk into uh, restaurants, bars, right. et cetera. You can't go uh, on a public uh, transportation. You can't do certain things if you're one of those that nasty, unvaxed people. Right. And. It, it's that, just that, it's that working is not america no it's that but it's working america. though because they could never well, stop a christian from getting on a bus or a christian from going into a, a restaurant they could never make that happen right but they're making it happen with the unvaxxed right and it's did sticking you, did, y'all, did y'all see where the lady she was pregnant she's five months pregnant right she tried to go see the heart doctor and she's been waiting on her appointment since march mm-hmm. and because she had her child with her she had a mask on and he had a mask on the both of them had a mask on because she was not vaccinated they refused 
to let her see her cardio, her cardi, uh, cardiologist. Yeah, I've heard about that one. I've also seen the video where the doctor himself said, well, if you're not vaccinated, I'm not going to treat you. Yeah, and there was a yeah. young girl who is five months pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they That's won't... the one I'm talking about. That's yeah. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, they won't let her in to see her OBGYN because she's unvaxxed right. and her kid, her two-year-old's unvaxxed. Right, so now you can't get medical attention if you don't have the vaccination. It's unbelievable. You know. Listen, I appreciate the call. Um, awesome, Alice. You are awesome. You're living up to your name. Yeah, uh, thank you, awesome. We're gonna we're gonna move on and end the show. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I think this is a. Well, long- I say I have one last thing. Okay, the key to this insanity to to end it is just I think when people started complying, that was the problem. I think the more people that just don't comply and take a stand and stop the people from, you know, no matter how much they shame you, no matter how much they threaten you. I mean, the the threatening, that's coercion. And a lot of people don't know what that means, but that's, that's what they're doing to us. Mm-hmm. And, and they will stop. We have to realize, okay, we're on it. There's a table and they're play, the elites are playing a game. We're under that table. If we just simply stand up their game is over okay mm-hmm. all the pieces will fall so just, i think that we just need to stay strong give it to god and i think we'll we'll make it through as long as we just stand take a stand yeah. so y'all be Agreed. safe and don't let these people get to you oh no and you're the troll <laughs> y'all have a it's been nice but while you're there, pay the toll, hit the like while you're on the way out, okay? <laughs> Y'all have a good day. Well, thanks right. for calling in, awesome. Y'all have a good night. All right, you too. Thank Bye you now. for letting me come on by. Oh, of course, of course. All right, that was awesome, Alice. Hey, guys, we've got to end the show. I am toast. This has been a great night. It has, this been. has been. a great night. I don't think we've had this many. We have been this long since Sheriff Lamb interview. No, this is the longest I've yeah. done. Yeah, in a long time. <laughs> and uh, it's been nonstop. Right. And I haven't taken a pee break yet. And I've got to I've got to take care of some business. Uh so I want to thank everybody for being here. Latin Patriot, thanks for being here. Jennifer, uh Pochito the third. How about that? Pochito the third. All kinds of people coming in with uh, different names. Uh let's see. Boots and Hose was here. As I mentioned, uh, Cyber Toxin was here. Survival's here. Latin Patriots here. Boats and Hose was here. Angry Conservative. Thank you for being here, my brother. God bless you. Jeffrey Drake, thanks for calling in. Everybody call it. Thanks for yeah. <laughs> everybody that called in. Uh Doreen, thanks for being on the show. Oh. It's Bobby from Chicago. I don't know if I can take this call. <laughs> Oh, Bobby from Chicago. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Ready to call and talk about the Afghanistan situation. All right, listen, you got like two minutes, man. I'm I'm toast. Like, <laughs> give us give us the 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 you know right get right to the point. Give us what you want to talk about. Okay, as far as this goes, the American people can't be duped. We're not there to protect freedom or democracy or save women or all that crap. We're there because Julian Assange laid it out. Um, it's about extracting tax dollars from the American people. Um, it's about money as usual. Mm-hmm. So for these people to come out here and say, oh, the U.S. government and the troops are over there because they're protecting human rights and they're 
they're freedom fighters. It's just, I feel bad. I feel bad for the people. Well, let's stop you right there, buddy. Because when I was over there, now, granted, I wasn't in Afghanistan. I was in Iraq. When I was there, I walked young ladies to school who weren't allowed to go to school. I saw young ladies be able to uncover their faces. I I had to witness the atrocities that these animals will do if you do not live by their laws. Yes. Now, you can say the U.S. government was not there for the people of Afghanistan or Iraq. I guarantee me and my brothers and sisters, we were there for them and we were there for each other. Yeah, and Bobby, maybe we're misunderstanding, but I think the troops that were over there, they were they were honest in their mission. They were doing what they were told to do, and uh, but the politicians pulling the strings, they're the scumbags. They're the ones that had the ulterior motives. They're the ones who are putting our boys and girls in harm's way and lying to the American people about what was going on over there. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, it's not, there's nothing against the truth. It's Okay, and I'm sure the troops think they they're doing the right thing, and they in their minds they were, but it it was nothing about human rights protecting people. It was all about money extracting tax dollars from the American people so they can distribute it and place it to um the military industrial complex and. And that's really what it is. It's it's like corporate welfare, right? They're taking the money from America and they're spreading it out around the rest of the world. Yeah, but it, it usually ends up right back into a few, a dozen really big-time corporations and, you know, the, the usual suspects, the Wall Street, the banking mafia, those types of people are used to ones benefiting from it. So that's my point. It's just yeah, because the I'm, troops that went over there, they made promises. They made promises to the Afghan people, and uh, <clears throat> and I think that's where what a lot of the uh, the men and women that served over in Afghanistan. That's the problem that they're having right now. That's where they feel like they got totally screwed over because they made promises to the Afghan people that they would take care of them and protect them and teach them, and that we would always be there. And uh, you know, and if if shit went down we would get them out of there we would get them somewhere safe and uh now with biden doing what he did and the politicians pulling out you know pulling our troops out of there and leaving the afghan people high and dry um it isn't right it isn't right what they did and uh so i i yeah but my go my ahead thing is this we gotta we gotta get out of there we, we can't police the world. We can't do that. There's, there's bad stuff happening all over the world. You can point to so many different countries of human atrocities and human rights abuses and this and that. It's, it's not our problem. It's not our problem. We've uh, got to see- worry about Americans. That I can get on board with. It was time for us to get out of there. Uh, It definitely was. We cannot be the world's police force forever. Like you said, there's going to be atrocities all over this world. Why aren't we going after the atrocities that are happening in South in uh, South Africa right now, or anywhere in you know the African continent right now? Why aren't we going after them? You know, I understand that. You know, yes, it was time for us to come home. The way it was done without a plan and basically leaving American citizens behind and our allies out to dry. No, it was not done the right way. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. And this is, this is, you can see the people, the neocons, the um, chicken hostage, they're trying to 
Well, think of the women. You can't believe they're doing everything they can to keep us here. They want war to go on forever. Well, that's why Biden sent 6,000 more troops over there because he doesn't want to pull out of there. He wants that. He wants the war to continue while he says he doesn't want the war to continue. So what he says is the exact opposite of what he really truly wants. Right. And, and think about these crying liberals all the time as well. I mean, they do scream about atrocities in atrocities in Syria. The minute we bomb Syria, Oh my God, we bombed Syria. What the hell are we doing? You know, we, we talk about atrocities in other countries. The, the minute we get involved, then, the, then we're the bullies. You right. know, the, the the liberals cannot make up their mind what they want. And I'm going to put that on the American people in general at this point. You know, they, they want to sit there and scream and cry about the atrocities. We need to do something. We need to do something. But the minute we were there for longer than we expect to be there, then all of a sudden the American people are turning against the objective altogether. Right. Yeah, my, my final point is this. We got to stop getting duped by these people that are saying they always got an excuse to go to work. There's always something. There was a net, what was the mass destruction? It's, it's always something. They yep. always got an angle and excuse. And you got to stop, stop listening to that crap because it's always BS. I think when it comes to issues like this, I need to. I think we need to start paying attention more to Rand Paul and uh, and and folks like Rand Paul because him and his dad have been right from day one with this whole situation. Oh, yeah. Nope. And uh, I, saw, I just saw that um, the clip Ron Paul said yeah. about 10 years ago, like, that's a mistake. We shouldn't be going there. We should put pulling out. We're going to last a decade. It was in a decade. And he was spot on. They've been spot on for a long time. But they did, there's no way they're going to let Ron Paul in. They, they got their public. Oh, yeah. on this set. <laughs> but hey, I'm going to leave you guys to it. Hey, Let me say my piece. you got a Bobby from Chicago. Thanks, buddy. I'm, I'm glad uh, it didn't turn out like last call. You know what I'm saying? The last call was was out of control. <laughs> no, keep it kosher this time. You're a good man, man. Take care. Take care, buddy. All right, take care. All right, that was Bobby from Chicago, and that was somewhat sane. It, it, yeah, you're gonna have to fill me in on the last call because I could tell you were excited from the minute you saw whose number it was. It was a four-hour call. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and somewhere along the way, he he told me that I was an anti-Semitic. Oh, okay. So, but he was uh, it was way better. Survival time for bed. You got it. It's time for bed for us as well. So I'm thanks everybody. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're definitely ending the show right now. Uh, fight for America. She's worth it. Be nice to one another. Uh, one another. I can't even talk anymore. Be nice to one another. God bless, and uh, and take care. We're. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I could never end this show. I'm actually going to end this show uh, with a video, uh, and stick around for this video if you haven't seen it yet. It's awesome. It's very moving, and uh, it's uh, very patriotic. So, good night, America. God bless. my old friend I've come to talk with you again because a vision softly creeping left its scenes while I was leaving and the vision that was planted in my brain Dude.
walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a history lamp I turned my color to the cold and damp When my eyes were stained by the flash of a Thousand people. 